Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. You're sitting here with your host, the Viking. Bourbon Cowboy. Well, I guess it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's the mad Russian. But I think we should not claim the mad rush. I think we should call him the quiet rush. Yeah, it's the silent Russian. Yes, yes, yes. The quiet rush. The quiet is it. Do you want me to move over? What well, let's just that? hope he, you know, he doesn't get in a knife fight with somebody uh, that he speaks Russian. Oh shit! All right, so uh, we are here. Uh, we've got the Patreon video going. All the podcasts will be on video for the Patreon now. Um, but we are on the back deck of the stronghold here. We have actually done a podcast here before. But the last time we were sitting here, there weren't any walls. Yeah, it was at uh, two by four. Yeah. They were still framing, finished yes. framing it. Yeah. And I believe we were actually sitting 10 feet back there because I don't think this was here yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I stepped through the walls to get into the garage. That's right. Yeah, that is right. So we're just finishing up a couple smokes here. But what we're going to do today, because these are out and everybody's been excited about it, these are the 2022 Tatuaje Advent Calendars. So Advent Calendar, if you know, I mean, everyone knows what Advent Calendar is. You're supposed to cut one open every day um, through the month leading up to Christmas and you knock it out, right? Well, so we're going to cut through 10 of these today because there's 10 days already and it's November, but you know, why not? Yeah, but it's supposed to be December, right? Yeah, why not? So you're going to go. If you walk downstairs in my house, let's get a fucking Christmas wonderland, okay? So it's December in this bitch. If you want, let's open it up. God, I can't believe you have all your Christmas decorations. Did I walk past the tree? No, there's nothing up here. It's all downstairs. Oh, I saw your Christmas lights outside are on. They're they're on. Okay, not on. Oh, they're up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got garland. You've got wreaths all up or whatever. Have they sold that yet, or anybody jumping for the reefs, or not yet? Or stealing your body? They stole my dead body. Though. I'm still a little pissed about that. My favorite Halloween decoration. Yeah, my light people called me and they said, "Oh, you're a little far. We're gonna drop you this year." And we've made five calls, and it's like, but you're so far out here. I mean, I'm surprised that somebody came out here to to. Oh, it's a bunch to, of locals. To, to steal your stuff. That's. It's, yeah, I mean, it's local, guys, kids, whatever. Probably um, neighbor's kid or something. Yeah, probably. Get so in these, up. in these advent calendars on the back, there is the Tatuaje Snowflake Ornament. It's got Pete Johnson on the front and then 2022 on the back, and they, they want you to use this to cut the preparations on these. So maybe we'll just do three of these after we finish our cigars. I'm not. I got two more of these, so I'm not really worried about it. But it's gonna be fun to do. Like everybody's gonna do these in December, and it's, we got so it, much, we got so much crowd imperial shit going on in December now. That's a, it, it is a really cool thing. I mean, we uh, we we opened that on mine on Halloween. The twenty one. You wanna go first? 
as I just like my cigar. Well, let's wait till we're done. Let's wait till we're done. Then we'll cut these over. Yeah. Yeah, I got a Tatawaya too, so I'm smoking a Siri P. Oh, the T110. Yeah. I got, this is the Fafo Special. Foundation 5 here from two years ago. So, Nicaraguan takeover. No one's mad at it. Um, all right, so we got some fun stuff to talk about today. We got some cool stuff coming up. Um, we do? Yeah, but we got Sybils this weekend. We got yeah. Cheshire to talk about. Um, we got another dinner in January to talk about. See how that comes to fruition. Um, you said Montres? Cheshire. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, Montres. We're talking about Montres again, but. So, how's everybody doing? What's going on? Go away. Just walked in. Still trying to get my bearings, you know, checking everything out. You know, what is the big black thing over here? Is that the sofa or something? This? Yeah. It's another table, just a cover on it. Oh. This cover's tucked back over there under the chair. Oh. Yeah. Saves it from the rain. Yeah. But it's a nice day. You know, it's the crazy thing. St. Louis, right? It's what, 75 today? 76 right now? You know what? I do want to get something off my chest. I am so... I'm not a rage, uh, a rager on the road. But I don't understand these people where you have, you come to a light, right? And you're going straight and you've got the merge lane, right? So they either go right or they merge in. Well, you don't see them. And then all of a sudden you take off in your front line, right? So you're just going, I'm not really paying attention. All of a sudden there's a merger. Now the merger guy is supposed to kind of easy does it and zip in. But the merge people are out of their effing mind. So they tried to beat me, not knowing that I'm paying attention. I should slow down to let them in. And they literally, at the last minute, have gone so fast, they go over the curb, spikes are flying because they've hidden concrete and knocked their bumper off. And then I have to slam on my brakes because they're going into the entrance of the park, not more than two car lengths. So, instead of taking their time and merging in they tried to beat the first car almost get an accident just to get into the entrance of the park instead of taking their time and i find that this is happening on a daily basis now and i don't know what's going on with these people well but did you shed some light on there yeah actually so so yeah the wind got it yep you did you vote on tuesday of course i voted so um uh i saw that the uh the, the extra funding for, for, for police passed. Uh, I, I that's that's one that's only one part of it because even with the with the existing budget, they're down more than 500 officers. So part of the problem that St. Louis has in general, the whole metro area, is traffic laws are kind of traffic suggestions. I mean, because what's a what, what's a law that, that that that's not enforced? Do you have to have a law saying you're going into the entrance of the park, don't create a car accident, give yourself a little bit of patience, give yourself a few more seconds, and you get in the, in the park safely. But why you would almost want to destroy your car and create an accident just to make be the first person in, into the right to the park. It's just mind-boggling, and that's only one example of many. But I just have found that happen to me two times today. I just, I just can't, why is everybody in such a hurry? 
there's nobody working, right? What's the way to get anywhere? <laughs> right, right. Right? We're in a supposed recession. Why is anybody in a hurry to get anywhere? Everybody's working at home. Who are all these people that are in a hurry? <laughs> to get to the park? If you're going to the park, you're probably going to relax. So why are you in such a hurry to relax? You should need to relax right at the beginning. Maybe go from coffee to chai. The chai coffee tea thing. The chai teas? Chai tea? Yeah, go to a chai tea. I learned that that from from traveling other places, like for work, going to Australia, for example, that I really have to change my driving habits because the St. Louis way, you can kind of get away with anything. I mean, and people do. That's... I, I drive a lot faster here than, than well, I Well, that's, that's any city driving, right? Like city to highway driving. I mean, nobody, the speed limit is 60, nobody's doing 60. You know, they're doing 70. So I, I feel I feel like, like like an old man saying this, but I, I really appreciated that, that in Australia they were they were stopping people for texting while driving. They were, they were really quick to take people for that. And I wish they'd do that here too, because I see it all the time. Like people, Holding, trying to hold the wheel, and 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 and, and you can see the, the type of messages on their phone. Well, that's a whole. Oh, other, yeah, that's a whole. That's other, a right? whole other thing. Even anyway. my favorite one is the how you can talk to text to your vehicle now. Yeah. You know you can just talk and keep driving, right? My favorite is they look at the dashboard to talk to it, and they're driving. <laughs> they're looking over here. I'm like, bro, the speaker. You can talk up here. Here's the mic. Yeah, I mean, as far as getting pulled over drinking and getting a .08. I think that's hilarious, considering the distractions that are all over your car have to be 10 times greater than having a drink at lunch. It's just crazy. But anyway, I, I just, I'm hoping that the idiot who did that is probably an avid Craft Imperial listener. And I'm just saying right now, that was an ass move. So. Give me that ornament. I'm ready to cut That's into that. Shit. Um, well, Mark, why don't you grab a bottle? Let's get something pouring. Um, at the break, we'll go go downstairs, grab something Wait, too. You want to start with this but I one? wanted to, yeah, whatever you want to do. I wanted to talk about this real quick. Since, we, since Hodge hasn't tried it. Yeah, for sure. That's that's pretty good. Um, do you remember we were talking about those LFD cigars? They were selling that NFT, and like people, they made over a million dollars on. It. People were making eight hundred thousand on them. Yada yada yada. For those new Andalusian bulls, the Corona Gordas. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they released them, right? So the NFT buyers that got them got their cigars. Turns out two of those buyers were shop owners. They retailed each individual cigar at $200 a piece. That's cheap, right? Well, Bro, was... you spent $80,000 on an NFT and the cigar's only 200 bucks? We are talking about the, um, whatever you call that, video spot or whatever the- Yeah, the, whatever those things are, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of hard to define, but you're, you're owning a piece of basically memorabilia or video of a memorabilia or a sports moment or something in time. Right, and then you, you become the rights owner to it. Mm -hmm. Like it's yours. Yeah. But yeah, so that it's surprised crazy. me. I really thought, because I, I think the cheapest, I don't really remember, but I think the cheapest winner of that NFT was like $76,000. And then so, now granted, I know it allows you to get... It would be funny <laughs> if it was the girl that just 
almost wrecked into me, who was, in, who was bought the NFT. That's why she was on her way to get to the park first, take her pictures in the park. Right, she was picking it up at the at the park. No, I'm sorry. She was a photographer, and you made her. That's life. just crazy money, man. Look, I'm a, I'm a advantageous cigar buyer. You know, if I trust the blender, you know, if Tatuaje tomorrow or Pepin tomorrow, Padron tomorrow put out a $100 cigar, I'm going to buy one. I will try it, right? You trust the tobacco. You've had the tobacco over and over and over and over and over and over, right? But when you look at something like LFD, especially the Andalusian Bull, and knowing the issues that company's had over the past three, four years, and someone still spent almost a hundred grand on the FT. And then the funniest part about it, you don't get the cigars. When you bought the NFT for that money, it gave you the permission to purchase the cigars. Well, you told me that the full box of Andalusian Bulls, that's the second release. Mm-hmm. I was I, I, I was happy to, to, to drop whatever whatever whatever. Well, dude, we all joked about that. Uh, the cowboy was a bull smoker. Remember, there were like six or seven of us that dropped those bulls. Lit them, and we all had like this moment of silence at each other. Like, what the fuck is this? It's like, was this a Dunkin' Donut? The straight Krispy Kreme cream puff, just it nothing. Was. And then yeah. he had one of the old bulls. Bull, yeah. And I spoke that, and I'm like, not even in the same ballpark. It's like I get questions now sometimes. Like these guys will find bulls, and they're like, dude, I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, but let's see the band. Let's see what year it is. I'm like, ah, shit, bro, that's the, that's the, that's the 17. That's that is a good one. <laughs> you know, like it's the 18. Sorry, it's just crazy. But hey, I, I get it. I mean, it's wild though. Just that much money. <laughs> you don't get the cigars. It's like, hey, it's like the, the whiskey raffles we joke about, right? Like, hey, if you want this bottle, I need you to spend 500 bucks and then I'll sell you the bottle at secondary cost. Or that's your price. <laughs> you, you're buying a bottle of 23 Pappy uh, Van Winkle and you spend a thousand and it gets delivered to your house and you open it up and it's empty. Oh, wait a minute. You wanted the juice, Oh, no, you're still too? sour about that. That's what you, you wanted? the juice, too? No, you got some stellar... Was it Japanese that you got? Yeah, a year ago or so, they were, like, selling these um, Rolling Stone Japanese slash... It was, it was like a Japanese slash bourbon mix. And the bottles were and the mix? And they were in, like, um, glass decanters and whatever. And they were, like, 50 bucks a piece or whatever and so we bought like four of them for maybe some gifts and then I get them and, it, and there's no juice in any of them. I do have the bottles so I guess I could do something with those but then that was my first experience with you know not everything is what it seems to be. Well yeah there was actually I, I haven't opened it yet but I bought um, this uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a glass bottle in the shape of a, of a, a war horse and it's Armagnac, but then I realized that the, the glass, even though it looks like it's big enough to be a real full-size bottle, it's a 375 in, the, in capacity. So that's how you go to liquor stores and you see those crazy glass dragons yes. that are full of Armagnac, and then you get the, <laughs> you know, the wizards, and they're wild. But hey, let's cheers this, and then uh, Russian, why don't you tell us what this is, because we've done this before. Okay. Where's your glass? Right. Here, cheers. Cheers, Mike. So obviously it's a, it's a bit sweeter than the, the normal because it has a wine finish. It's still good. It's a it's a Chardonnay finish on so it, it, the the bottle is, is Thomas S. Moore, but 
it, that's a line from 1792, so it's one of it's it's one of their their allocated ones, and for some reason, people it, it's not available. Well, I mean, it, it's it's sold in this market, but it was impossible to get. But when I went to Oklahoma, nobody was buying it, so stuff like this was just sitting on the shelf for anybody to buy, and they had lots of it. So I, that's I bought, wild. I bought one. I decided if it's good. I'll buy more of this one. They, they had other finishes. So since I have to go back to Oklahoma anyway, I'll buy more. Yeah. Did you say Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. What do you think about that? I think it's good, sweet. Yeah, yeah it's sweet, for sure. I mean, I can I can taste the, um, the layers. There's some complexity there. And it, you know, we're a little warm, so I think it's going to come off a little warm. But it is super sweet. And again, it's weird, too, because it's a Chardonnay finish. Yeah. Right? That one's Chardonnay? Yes. Yeah. I got another bottle I'm going to bring up that well, you're pretty stoked about. Yeah. Don't, be. don't be. Um, now, I know we're sitting in the sun. Well, like my tummy's in the sun. It's very hot. But anyway, I am not going to complain about the heat because it's all going to go south tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> chilly, willy. We're talking... Um, Tomorrow evening into Saturday evening in the teens. Really? Oh yeah. Right. But we're going down to St. James. Okay. But in the teens. And then there's going to be a wind chill too, so it's going to be chilly really. But I'm in for it. You know, I can handle it. So how's that one tended? Does it cabin? Yeah. The the I, I, I uh, had this uh, at Outlaw Cigar um, the other night. It brought us a Chiefs win. Although one of the girls leaned over to my wife and said, Does your husband smoke that many cigars he's had? We've been there like starting our fifth hour. She goes, God, I think he's had four. Uh, when you're watching the Chiefs, bro, we smoked bro, a little faster. We've been through three cigars in the first half. Yes, it can get stressful. It can get stressful. It's like, and that game was fucking stressful. I, I caught the end of that one. I, I'm getting so goddamn tired of the Chiefs going. Oh shit! All right, turn it on. Turn it on. We gotta go. We go. We gotta go. <laughs> Let's go. Derek Henry's gonna run again. This time you're gonna tackle him. Okay, we shouldn't have done that 20 minutes ago though. But yeah, go ahead. We did get lucky though. That Kelsey pass interference call he got, that was definitely offensive pass interference. I do yeah. believe in luck, but I think you make your luck. If you're trying, you're gambling, you're doing all the right things. And I always think the Chiefs have the it factor. You know, they just, there's there's a little bit of magic on them. And, um, but it didn't work against uh, Buffalo right in the last minute. But he made a mental error on that, and that's good. What the fuck is that noise now? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are they cutting to the center of the earth back there? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, uh, if anybody who follows the show knows that, no matter where we are, there's always some noise, whether it be a, a chainsaw, into your mics boys lean into your mics well as mark
American family are building the new Hilton out here in Wildwood. There's still some construction going on. <laughs> it's going to be my forever play. I'm not going in. I'll never go out again. This thing is amazing. Dude, it's super. And I'm telling you. Wouldn't you wish your hat would do that too? Yeah. Sometimes I'm in the car. Yeah, I wish it would just turn around for me. And my hat starts doing this a little. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Don't worry. My sensor will tighten my cap a little tighter on my head because I'm in the Jeep or convertible. You know, and it starts flying. And you're like, Grim, don't worry. It's got a sensor on it. It'll tighten my band. No worries. And we've already seen the wind uh, sensor do its thing once already. Yep. That's great. That's pretty cool. And like I said, I mean, as far as, you know, I mean, for what it is, it really wasn't that expensive. Yeah. Biggest thing to make so expensive is how long it is. They're not normally that long. They don't normally go over 12 feet. I love it. Yeah. Love now it. it's... I was watching, uh, I, and, and Sorry, don't, man. either was on Hulu or Netflix, but it's like a four series special, like on earth storms, and it went through tornadoes, which was super cool, tsunamis slash earthquakes. Um, anyway, there was probably four of them, and it was really interesting. But these people down on the coastline, and you know, like, I think it was called Coral City or something, not something like that in New Orleans. And they've already built up like 20 feet and it's, they're all on stilts, but still it's not enough. The water is getting in and taking their place. You know, I think if you're gonna seriously build down there and you're gonna keep, keep in the, uh, like I'm not leaving, you know, like go 25, 30 feet. Yeah. If you think something could happen at 20, go 30. If you're ready to think 30, maybe you go 40. Yeah. And at that point, just build a fucking castle. Right. Just have concrete. Out of stone. Yeah. <laughs> a real castle. If you live there, you're building way up. Yeah. Russian, how's that cigar, man? It's not as good as it just we haven't We haven't smoked those since you were hogging on all those boxes. Yeah. Would you get three of those? Yes. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Well, actually, when 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 Nation releases their their new three uh, uh, holiday uh, advent calendars. Yeah, but these aren't chests that open up with drawers and pull out. They're dope. And yeah, I got three of them. Oh, you're talking you know about why? the foundation treasure chest? Because we're oh gonna cut God. that motherfucker up, and you're gonna get excited. I only have that about three of those left. I've got warm. a lot of onesies. I still have the bucket heads. Some of your cigars that have. Some lady's ass hanging off the cigar. the cigar. I got a lot of very individual cigars in my collection. Well, uh, when Foundation releases that that new uh, Egyptian Egyptian themed cigar, the almond deck. It's like uh, supposed to be like thirty five dollars a cigar. I, I'm gonna have to get some. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can get a box or bring them even sell. What is box. it? Tutankhamen blunts or something or what? It's a it's a pretty cool looking. I mean, I, I, the description sounds good too. I mean, it's not just the packaging. I, I don't know. I like Nick and Foundation's cool. I do like Tabernacle. I like the Connecticut Broadleaf stuff. Those, the ones you got, those guys were really good. I like. Um, them. Did you smoke that Om Om Tech thing that we got at Bootleggers? Yeah. Um. 
the box the brought box that one, one with some guy with some weird yellow cone thing on yep. it. Yep. No. Okay. Yeah. Mine exploded. Oh. Exploded. Just fell what apart about halfway the, through. Uh, Japanese dragon. The dragons? Um, I mom, smoked mom smoked the red one last night. It's sweetened. So the red one's sweetened. The black one's still up here. I don't know. But that's a really cool story, too. I was actually talking to Michelle from CLE last night about it. And so that was done for um, Deadwood Tobacco Company in, in South Dakota. They're, they're, that's where they're at, Deadwood Tobacco Company. It was a house thing they did, but then they started selling it. And they've moved so much of it that now CLE is adding it. Like Christian Yeroa, that does Asylum, is adding it to his portfolio and handling distribution next year. So like this company's house plan just got so much feel and flow for it that now it's gonna be you know dispersed nationwide. Who the dunk it, huh? Who the dunk it? Yeah, I think there's no limit to where cigars and bourbon are going, you know. Yeah, there's got to be a limit on bottle and bond, though. No, we're going to get a little weird, man. 19? 19. I mean, how many specials have we watched and we've heard from all the top master distillers? The sweet spot is right around eight, nine years. Yep. And now they're pushing bottle and bond. And I, well, that's old why fish I said got the OMG, 19. 19's now out or within the week yeah. there at Heaven Hill. What's that all about? I don't know. That 17 was good. So but 19 years, like, I'm starting to call bullshit. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you've got these barrels that have been sitting around that long? Uh, that many? That's crazy. So, why did, um, Lynn Pittick get rid of their 15? Where the test gone now? It is gone. It's being rebranded. Oh. Yeah. It's going to go like, uh, you know how Glen has the, um, what was that black one that we've had before? I think I still have it downstairs. The Signet? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like that? It's gonna be something like that. No like didn't 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 Glenn Fiddick do um They had that champagne one. Yeah, but weren't they the ones that did the encrypted stuff? Yes. Right? Uh, or was that I think so. I think that was Glenn Levitt. That was Glenn oh. No? Who's Glenn? Oh, I don't know. But I know I know that Glenn that Glenn Fiddick had the um the, uh, it was like a champ. It was like a, a gold bottle with the. Like, they called it fancy, like champagne scotch. You remember that one? It had, had fan, fancy. Yeah, black it tasted box. like popcorn. It was not good. Yeah. yeah. So they tried different things. But it was not good. <laughs> it's like it's like two hundred dollars a bottle. Well, that's like I've got this cool Glenlivet bottle downstairs that I found at Total Wine, like in February. It was a Christmas release they did in Japan that I guess they sent over. So I've got it. We'll open it around Christmas and we'll all try it. But it. Well, that's like that, that uh, Glenn Morangi bottle. I have this in the draft case. <laughs> you saw that one, didn't you? The orange one? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't fucking know what it is. But it saves drafts. Fuck yeah. Along with the drafts. <laughs> Some long neck motherfuckers out there. Man, this is a good cigar. Is that the one? Did you ever did you smoke one of that, that I gave you on uh, uh, Halloween? Your second one? The yeah. one with the gold patch on it or whatever? It was a tattoo that I got from... Uh, I remember I smoked one with you there and it was fabulous. Then the other one I have not smoked. I just actually saw that 
in my box before. Did I you? Came out. You didn't know. You didn't smoke that tat. The one the that one, old that old K two. The one the one that I gave you. They said he said according to the guy who sold it to me, it was a a, a European release. No, I think the only one I smoked was when um, the one that had the referendum or the old paperwork on oh, it. Oh, yeah, that was principal. Well, we That's had the last we had one a, I smoked before I left. Yeah, because we all we all had a cigar when we started. You had did you have, you have a Frank maybe? I don't remember I what had, you scored. I had a monster. A monster, start. yeah. Um, and then we had that. That Lancero was great. I just, I don't think, like, so I smoked the gold one right after it. Lancero was very good, very tasty, very rich from principle. That, uh, that that second one, the Busta, it was good. But it, not normally would you say this, it didn't have the build, the body that the Lancero did. Yeah, but maybe that's because that was a 2013 release. The Lancero? The, yeah. No, Lancer was oh. brand new. The other, the other one was a 2013 release. Well, it could, it could, yeah, it could be all married together. And it's just gotten lighter. Maybe. Still pretty old though. That's dope. I didn't know that. I, I, I got lucky on that one just, just because I happened to. Should I still got two boxes of those baubles down there? Cause you misread a text one year. <laughs> I didn't like that enough to, to buy the next one. I didn't buy He's the like, hey. Here they are. There's five cigars in each one. How many do you want? I said, oh, cool, give me two. Thank you, Vimo, with 260 bucks. I'm like, how much is the cigar? He goes, oh, I got you two boxes. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I guess we're talking about cigars right now. And since we got soy for here, I want to say, you know how we always talk about, like, I, I probably on the last podcast that talks when I like to try some new bourbons I have it I like to kind of try them relatively fast like and I'm not even totally against although the cigars are expensive like you're you're trying like two four or five different cigars yeah and then all of a sudden one really stands out um that is it called the doomslayer yeah doomsayer doomsayer yeah okay that's the um, one we that's one we by did. 101 now, I've yeah. been impressed with a lot of this stuff um, especially the bucket head stuff which I think we really enjoyed. And there's been a few others, but that particular one, and I know Sheldon's a big room 101 um, guy, but that one was really good. I don't know when the last time you had one of those. We did them at St. Albans. And you yeah. brought those. Yep. And that was really a, a Who good cares for room 101 locally? No one. See, and that's one of those irritating. Does carry some room 101? I don't think so. Oh, the Hilt. If anybody does, they might. Uh, but. The irritating thing about that is Room 101, you know, combined, it got acquired by General, right? Or Scandinavian Tobacco Group. We all we all know that. Then it got sent to Forged, which Forged is the secondary to General. Forged took Diesel, La Polina, um, La Roma de Cuba, or not, sorry, not La Roma de Cuba, La Gloria de Cubana, um, a couple of those, right? Um, Cav- uh, not Cavalier, um, Excalibur, you know, some of those and brought those over. Well, they got one-on-one in their portfolio. No reps have samples yet. Don't have sales sheet for them yet. You know, it's been, what, almost six months now? And it was like that whole excitement that I had about it was, I was like, hell yeah. Finally, Core Line Room 101 will be back on shelves. People will actually get to experience Room 101 and not just be online shopping for 10th anniversary, you know, uh, Cigar Knot, you know, the special things, right? You'll actually be able to see it. People actually get to smoke a payback. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like smoke a payback, an original one-on-one product. But 
No, Farce. Farce would be back. But nothing. Haven't seen him yet. Local Tour always had them. They might still. I don't know. Crew did have them. They had the, um, uh, Payback Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to get off just this for a little bit and get off because <clears throat> the, uh, season three of Mandalorian is coming up here soon as, as well as Yellowstone. Yellowstone Sunday, baby. Yeah. And, but I want, I have been watching, uh, took my time season one. Now I'm in season two. And I stayed up uh, till about one last night because there were certain episodes that I was really looking forward to see kind of there at the end. And then I remembered at the end that the extended version of The Mandalorian came during the first season of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, when he goes in the meat locker with all the guys in the, and he- And he's he, got the dark saber. He's got the dark saber, <laughs> which he's really not having a good time with. He's already got his leg almost cut off because of it but um, a couple of things I, I'm just super impressed with I mean some of this first of all I mean does everybody in the galaxy knows this specific Mandalorian because whenever he comes in town and needs a favor right they're like okay well can you help us do this and I mean it's just not like a simple favor it's like we want to knock out uh, uh, an imperial stronghold in the mountains that nobody every time they ask him to get to this you know it's, it's so crazy well so I, I i had consulted the german on this to make sure because i had asked some of this i'm like well everyone calls him Man his name's not mando right they if you even go back to some of the old star wars stuff you hear them calling jenga fett and boba fett mando it's mandalorian that's what they are but he's not even a mandalorian he's just living the mandalorian creed because he sure. was he was taken um, by them, and he's lived the credo yeah, he's of the Mandalorian. He's been raised as a Mandalorian. Right. Yeah, yes. Right? So they call him that. But Mandalorians aren't just bounty hunters. They're known as mercenaries. They're mercs. Yeah. So people need a favor, they'll ask. Now, they definitely exploit his talents in Mandalorian. <laughs> the guy's got nine lives. And I just want to say, look, if this is a galaxy very long, very far away and a very, very long time ago, those motherfuckers drive spaceships better than most people drive cars. Right, and these spaceships get around and the galaxy more. Everyone than, like, knows how to fix their spaceship. BMW bus. I mean, everyone knows. They're like, oh, I need a particle accelerator. <laughs> Just uh, you know, send a droid out. I'll be right. back in an hour. What? Yeah, there is some funny shit to it, but I gotta say, who, the Mandalorian, the girl who, um, obviously, she's a woman. She's a badass, but she is the one that everybody brings the uh, special steel to and and to get knowledge and direction. Um, who the hell oh, is that badass? She, you're talking, she's like the, they're the armorers. They're like the, the ones that train and outfit and reward Mandalorians. And actually help them with their direction. Yeah, and that's how he got that. And get that. their insignia on their missions. What's that, um, what's that medal? In Star Wars? Uh, I'm in Game of Thrones. I keep wanting to say Valerian Steel, but that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> in Star Wars, it's like super... The steel. Yeah. Um, and everybody knows it when they see him. They're like, wow, that steel's worth more than almost anything around right now. Um, but 
now watching it, uh, both of them for again, you know, I've seen her, like, okay, the Stormtroopers. These guys, why even have them? They're ridiculous. They don't do shit. They just add value to the game because they're all getting shot by lasers or whatever the hell is. But when she started kicking them in plastic, I mean, Bro. when she gets those tools working, and she's there's plastic like and heads two, flying everywhere. Like two masonry, or not even, like blacksmithing hammers just going to work. Oh, man, she's like holding their chin up. and I mean, hey. just... Mama's a badass. Best and card. then Bubba Fett with that crazy tool that he devised and was awarded through his time with the Sand People, whatever. I was watching him the other night before Mando's thing got all blown up. Yeah. But uh, he was cracking plastic, whatever their shit's made of. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he's got the steel thing going on. And then the ball, you know, that is a recurring theme. Uh, with uh, Goguru or Goguru Guru Grogu Grogu Was that your daughter that was getting mad at me the other day? Goguru Grogu Little baby Yoda It's Grogu And then he's like Me Grogu Me And he's always got the little the the handle the round handle That's a recurring thing and I don't know how many I'm like is that going to be something special in the meeting? Well it did help when they were trying to do his powers and whatever but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm excited for uh, season three. I have not really even, and I should have already kind of been on um, doing some recaps on Yellowstone, because when you go back, you see things that you really didn't catch. I got lucky with that, though, because, you know, we had finished Yellowstone all the way through, and then the girls yeah, went you back did. and watched Yellowstone again, so I'm pretty, uh, I'm excited, man. Costner put something out saying that uh, he goes... With this season, we're in the right direction moving forward, and it's only going to get bigger after this. So they're not done. Fans are threatening to boycott it if Rip dies. I know. That's the thought. I don't think Rip dies, though. I think that boy that they that, that Beth brought in, yeah. that he'll die in some dramatic way. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. But the, 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 the idea is that Rip, Rip is going to die. Well, don't kill Rip. Kill fucking Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've made him out to be such a putz. I mean, yes. But he, you know, finally started listening to his sister and put away his dad. Uh, because then she's got a iPhone video that's up in the cloud of him dumping, uh, taking dad to the train station. Right. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. So he's it's not in the dead. end of the episode. Oh, he's dead. No, they call it the train station when oh, they take him oh, to that oh, side okay. of the road and yeah, shoot yeah, him yeah, and yeah, put yeah, him yeah. in the yeah. I got yeah. She showed up after he shot him and he's dumping the body in the end of that episode and she goes, now you're mine, I own your life. <laughs> okay, now riddle me this too. I thought the um, there was talk of Sheridan doing the Kansas City mobster thing with Stallone and it was all about Kansas City, Kansas City, and then all of a sudden it's Oklahoma. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. When I read it, it was supposed to be the Kansas City Mafia. And I don't know how that all went south. I don't know if something with Kansas City went south in the in the um, negotiations yeah, of filming or whatever, and then they decided. It's to not out it. yet, right? I haven't watched it yet. No, but I'm assuming. I know um, Mayor of Kingstown just got done filming second season. Yeah, yeah, that's badass. Yeah. No one's seen. Jeremy that. Renner's one. He's like one of my favorite actors. I I love everything he does. I do think his superheroes bullshit though. Like you know Hawkeye. 
And the guy's yeah, shooting fucking me. Too. You got the Hulk, you got Iron Man, you got Superman, this guy's shooting arrows. And they usually have Robin Hood. in the Mandalorian arc. Yeah, yeah, Timothy Olyphant. Yeah, which that wasn't bad. But you do get a little freaked out by everybody's taking their helmets off except, you know, Mando. In the, in the I really like that one bounty hunter, that character. The dude that had the pipes in his face and the white hat, the one that shot Olyphant. Um, the blue face dude. Yeah, he was only he was in two episodes, maybe. Yeah, he was in the one that was kind of the. Well, and see what I hated about him is like he he gets shot up, right? And it's like, damn, you want more him? Everyone's like, oh, if you want more him, go back go back and watch the cartoon Clone Wars. I'm like, I don't want to watch cartoon Star right. Wars. Right, and my kids have told me the same thing. They go, Dad, that's what puts everything together. Is you got to watch the cartoon thing. No, no. But I mean, it's Bullshit. not that he can't be back because they can turn him into droids or whatever and they're back just like the uh, Bubba Fett's second hand girl right there he picked her up dead yep. and got her rebuilt or whatever so nobody's dead that can't be brought back uh, Nick Nolte um, the guy is says I have spoken yeah you know supposedly he's gone I find that hard to believe because I thought his character was really good the way they developed that anyway I just wanted to get on that a little bit because I've had enjoyed that last night all about it. I love it. Yeah. I've been, Did I guess you I, by chance watch that the God thing with... Uh, no, I'm going to start that on Sunday before Yellowstone. Um, yeah, I was telling him But I just finished uh, Game of Thrones again. I went back through Game of Thrones. It was like a 98 speci- uh, special on um, the evangelicist um, Farwell. Farwell Jr., who started this big... Um, college down there of Christians and whatever and then him and his wife were partying in Miami and she picked up a pool boy and and he ends up having sex with her and he watches and jacks off and this shit gets really deep and then it's picked up by Trump and his lawyer Cohen going and picking up some backdrop on it's just so politically involved as well as the the whole sexual aspect of how it's all hypocritical and all bullshit, win it all cause, and have leverage on everybody, that's how you make your way through the political thing. And what's funny is, is this, the GOP is saying the guy in Florida is could be the new running mate. And he, and Trump already said, hey, don't get excited, you shouldn't even run. I got so much dirt on you, I'll blow you out of the water already. Oh, Battlehawk tickets. We got the road directly behind you, seats directly behind you. Super cool. Yep. We got like the front row. Yeah, um, it's, it's literally like, we're like this. Cool, yeah. and I gave that to the Dalton brothers as well, and they were going to try to get something in there. We're going to own a whole fucking section. It's going to yeah, be great. Yeah, that'll be super cool. All right, now so... Get on the parking lot. 100%. Hop on, just... Uh, you can probably do it. We'll do it when we get done. Just go on Ticketmaster, you sign up for it, and do it up. Um, but uh, but we have we have so many seats, too, so maybe don't. But we, I mean, fuck, we got eight seats, just us. You know what I mean? And, like, not everyone's always going to go to the games with us. Not, yeah, probably, the girls may not always some go. Of, we might be out of town somewhere. Janine didn't go any of the first season. She's, she's on a seat for Yeah, so we've got five four, five games, four seats. You do, too. Yep. And the Dalton brothers do, too. And then I told Jim, don't. I mean, yeah, come no, on. Yeah, no, no way. Come with us a little, and then you can reciprocate. Just so the thing, like, with us, like, with us, if we all go, we always have another. There's always a seat. It's always a seat. Right. No, we got four. There's only three of us. You know what I mean? Um, all right. So you'll go first. 
um, and cut into one, and then we'll go two and three or pick a number and go. I don't really care. Here you go. Oh, you don't care? I think that's even better. Just like. Hey guys, FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Crafting Boodle, and don't forget that as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CraftBoodle15. Once again, CraftBoodle15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands so you can receive that discount. And once again, thanks for listening. So when we opened the one at my house on Halloween, or, or whatever, after Halloween. Oh, so you already know what's in Halloween? No, no, oh, okay. because apparently it's randomized order, and also what we opened at my house was the uh, 2021. So on number one, it was the Frank. Oh, no, it was the track. Number two was the Frank. So there's no rhyme or reason, right? No, they're all hidden and worked up in there. It's a different thing. Okay, well, I'm going to pick... Uh, for whatever reason, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with 21. So I'm going taking this and going on this. Yeah, you just kind of cut through it with the thing. God, it's like I, I can see this. It's like a Christmas opening or something. Some sort. It is. It's a super surprise too, and like. So I was seeing some guys that were saying, they're like, the way they did this box, you can't punch it out with your fingers. If you do, you'll destroy the cigar. So it's literally a surprise. And they just fold it over, what'd you get? Ooh, got some black label. Yeah, show it to the camera. Yeah, it's a black label. It's a petite black label. All right, yeah. you're up, But Russian. we don't know what it is, it's just a black label. Just don't do 14, that's mine. 21. 14. 14's mine. <laughs> what do you have, you have inside information or something? It's my birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's my, it's 14 red, it's my roulette oh, number. I'm gonna that's go stupid. with, oh, and they're in a different order, because I, I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with five. So these are really cool. So we, we had spoke about these a couple weeks ago when we knew they were shipping. So you've got. It's, uh, I think, it, I want to say it's like 14 of the core, everything from Cabaguan through Brown Label, Black Label, Red Label, Veracu, um, what, Trinfador was in there, Atelier, um, I think there's a couple, is there a couple um, surrogates in there? And then there's a few monsters, and then there's a couple holiday specials. What do you got? Cabaguan. Kebe, go on. All right. Let's see. This is so much fun. 14, baby. Give me something good. Give me something good. Woo! Look at that. A little avion. Oh, it's not bad. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let's smoke these, and we'll do another one. <laughs> See how much fun that was? It was a blast. Um, I don't know why they don't do a, ho um, a Halloween. Yeah, well, uh, it kind of reminds me of when we we. Well, you know what? We're gonna make this one our Thanksgiving one. So the, 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 the monsters, and we we put the numbers in, in hat and enter. Dude, that would. Do you remember that podcast? 
we were sitting on uh, the rushes, and then the, the delivery comes. The mail comes. The Silver Fox opens this package, and it's a monster. <laughs> a mon- It was the um, was it the Casadores or the Skinnies? Uh, that's I don't remember, but it was like okay. And then he buys them, and then when he buys them, he's like, okay, let's draw numbers for the cigars. <laughs> I'm like, that's weird, but yeah, hell yeah. And, and Julian's like, well, I just made 150 bucks, so whatever. That is super cool. I mean, and the unique thing about the entire Avon calendar is every single cigar is this size. Size. They're four by 38s. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Or four by these are 42s, I think. Yeah, so every cigar is done that way. And they're the same blends as their, whatever their flagship would be. So, pretty sweet. Photo up. Bing. Awesome. Man, I'm glad I started with this one. I should have Yeah, finish that. You guys, can, I'm going to run down and get that, that bottle I was talking about. Dude, would you do me a favor? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to ask, but like an ice water sounds great. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, can I have one too? Yeah. All right, you want to I didn't help? haul my big uh, black Blackaturo uh, ice bucket in today, but um, I went in there, and you can typically find um, some T10, excuse me, T10s, but there's probably four or five different ones out there from a Tuxla to a Kappa Special, to Sumatra, or whatever. They're, I'm probably missing a couple, but I remember me liking that Kappa Special, and I have been confirmed, because I bought two, did one for the Chiefs game, and man, they're just good. And I like this size. Um, and of course, I'll get it wrong, but it's like a, a 452, maybe something like that. Um, but man, it's, it's nice. It's probably a 30... 40 minute smoke for me. And the retro is really good on it. And um, anyway, it's fantastic. I can't remember the last time I had one of these. I think the last time I had one or two of those was at the Tatuaje uh, dinner at Vito's uh, with Lit. Um, we had some of those. Oh yeah, I'm, and I'm I think just... there's two different. There's two different ones. Now, here's another funny thing. Um, when you sent me the number on that, is that yeah. one you just recently, or did you get a different one, a different barrel? I've got a few of these. Yeah, because we have already had one on the show. I had a nine-year um, that we've already had on the show. Private, private barrel, Elijah Craig. Yeah, but this is this is barrel-proof single barrel pick. Yeah, so it's eight-year, eight-year lot C at one twenty-four. But it's um, utterly fantastic. So we'll get into that one next. Let me take the do the picture of the one. Yeah. Yeah, so these advents will be fun, man. I mean it's and there's a few there's a few cigars there that are deemed holiday releases. So you know how you have the monsters in there? There's a couple that are just 
you know, for the advent calendar, which is cool. And there's been some people that have opened them. And uh, I was curious how long it would take for somebody to just open it and see what it is, which is kind of a bummer. But some people have done it online and then some of the uh, online shops have split them into five packs. Yeah, you know, um, uh, Sir, Sir Louis did it. Yeah, yeah. the one we did on this show. Oh, dope! Yeah, we did. Where was, oh, that's total wine. Yeah, sweet. So we'll do this one. This one is it's great. I don't remember. I, this yeah, one, I, I guess, remember. was a nine-year barrel proof. Yeah. Um, which I guess there's a bunch of these rolling around right now. And I've been pretty good about picking up some, not the private barrel, but barrel proofs mm -hmm. from, I probably have five of them, and they are anywhere from 128, 130, 135, 138 maybe. Yeah. I've got all different, um, and I got to say, I got them relatively inexpensive, probably anywhere from like 70 to 90 bucks. Uh, I think I got a couple of them at a little place in St. Charles called um, the Riviera 2. Yeah. Which is out there in Boschertown. Oh. Um, which is a neat little liquor store right before you either go to the, um, you know, all, all the places that are out on the river over there. Up there. I've seen that place. I've never been inside, though. They have really good wraps in there. They make a good tomato-based wrap with uh, like a, a chicken Caesar being Janine. And they also make their own like margaritas. Like they have a mango margarita and three or four different margaritas. And you can take them to go. They put a little tape over the thing. Somehow legally they do that. And they're really good. Well, that's the new COVID thing, man. Is like, so as long as age is confirmed on alcoholic drinks, as long as you tape it with a, a tamper proof, you can, you can send them. Shit, a lot of like, if you DoorDash from a lot of places now, they've got they'll say alcohol on it and they'll show you what they can cocktails they can mix up and send out yeah blood and sand apparently um when a lot of restaurants were uh were struggling they were actually increasing their sales because of that oh yeah oh yeah it became a thing to move them which was great some of their special cocktails are you saying yeah So we had a cool we had a cool meeting at Cheshire yesterday. We opened up Cheshire. They get the Reaper tomorrow, which is dope. Um, we got a cool we get to, we'll talk about this now. We got a cool little uh, and Mark, you should go. I know we, I think we talked about it, but on the Wednesday before um, Thanksgiving, like the day before Thanksgiving, um, they're yeah. doing a little whiskey in the winter thing at Stanley's. And yeah, Mark Mark Gwynn Mark Gwynn is coming out. He's gonna have a bunch of bottles and then. We're packing up a three-pack, one of each cigar, and each person that buys a ticket gets that three-pack, and then they're going to raffle off a box of Reaper at the end of the night. <laughs> so I got some table tents made that have the QR codes for the cigars on them, so people can just ding those and go straight to the website and read what they're about. Um, it's supposed to be pretty, pretty sweet. Um, and by the way, I got dinged, and um, it was my bad. It's been a crazy-ass week. But we've got some firefighters 
out in O'Fallon uh, that are very high on our cigars and would like us to do a uh, set up a little something, come out and see them for an hour, show them our cigars, and obviously they would would like to, to um, purchase some. They wanted to know this, and I, I just let them know. I said, sorry, it's been a busy week, but check us out on CraftImperial.com. You can read yeah, all about our cigars, and they're available at Lit. You know, yeah, uh, just send them to the store. But if you guys got to run down and grab some, fine. But we'll try to set something up in the next so many weeks to come out and see your man. Not too big a deal. Yeah. And we'd have a lot of fun going to some firefighters who do a hell of a lot Fuck of yeah, good dude. shit. Fuck yeah, dude. They extend that ladder and they climb the top of that thing. I would Fuck love yeah, to do let's that. Let's go. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, they can. There's lots of shops they can go get the cigars at. We'll bring them some. Yeah, shout know, out but, to, I, I believe the gentleman's name is Aaron. And um, I think he may have been at the Halloween party and smoked one and just loved our cigars. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So that's kind of where that came through, Dave Dalton's Halloween party. And we were smoking some down there. And so anyway, I apologize that we didn't make that work this week. But we'll definitely, uh, we're not going to forget you and that'll get on. Not at all. Give it a couple yeah. weeks. Just a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. We'll make it work. Um, that would be really cool, man. Dude, I'd love to get hooked up with like a house fire um, house that we're doing stuff with. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Um, and then Saturday we've got the Sybil's dinner, which is sold all out, which will be a lot of fun. Um, intimate. It's going to be pretty cool. And then we're working with the Cheshire and is it Basso's? Yeah. That when they reopen, uh, probably in January, we're going to do another um, cigar dinner. I think we're going to try to do, now that we're going into the winter months and whatever, um, they seem to be, well, listen, anybody who's been to the Cheshire, you, you cannot beat going to the Fox and Hound. And um, It's a super unique, all-inclusive experience. Yeah. Like you can get in rooms at the Cheshire, not... I personally thought those rooms would be more expensive, just because of what's included when you're there. You yeah. know what I mean? And by the um, way, they have a James Bond of course they do. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I thought that would kind of we'll reserve that. strike your fancy. We'll but anyway, that. yeah, like, okay, we're going to have an after hours at the change five room. But, yeah, I, I think it'll be really good for us over the winter to do some fun stuff there. So I'm excited about that as well. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, and then we've got, uh, at our locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge, we're going to do a um, pre-Christmas haunt, kind of a Krampus cigar event. I think I want to. I don't know how the hell we're going to do it, but we're going to have a little cigar event on the 22nd of December. You going to dress up for it? Um, we're going to get Krampus outfit, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. But that that's going to be awesome, too. Um, there's a pre-Thanksgiving party at Lit on the 23rd, I think. Uh, if you guys want to head out there and do that. Um... I feel like I'm missing something, event-wise. Well, we'll probably I don't know. Do if it pops up, I'll let you know. Yeah. Down in Pacific, and uh, I know we'd like to try to get over to AP and do something in Alton, uh, depending on Mike's been shuffling around doing a lot. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to give a shout-out to Leo Stone's family. Um Leo was, a, or has been, and was an avid supporter of Mike Weller, owner of Table 36, and his both AP locations. 
Um, and he passed away last weekend. He's had health issues, and um, he passed away. So he was a big fan of the cigars. Um, we'd met him a few times. He'd hung around a couple of times, ran into him a couple of times. He was just a good dude for the industry from the consumer side. He was all about sharing and promoting and talking, and uh, he passed away. So cool. shout out to him, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. I appreciate it. And our thoughts, for sure. Good job. So, have you seen this uh, Formula One thing in Vegas? Uh, no. Next but year, they're going I, to I know my son block all off. into Formula One. They're going to block off Hollywood Bo- or Las Vegas Boulevard, and this track is being built, and they're running. It's almost like a video game. They're running this Grand Prix, which is like a big, big Formula One race. Sorry, I don't know much about Formula One. But this Grand Prix through the streets of Las Vegas, like around hotels. Wow. Oh, it's going to be insane. Absolutely insane. They did a, I guess they did a test run the other day on a mock track down there, and people lined up and saw it. And How cool would that be to rip through, rip through Vegas doing that? Um, I've never been to Formula One, but I can honestly say out of when I was graduating from college, a friend of mine had a Goodyear store and invited us to the Indy 500. And I was like, invited us up, gave us tickets. We all went up there to Winnebago. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, you're telling me that we're gonna go sit butt to butt in the stands and watch these guys go around. It's the Indy 500. It's 500 miles. Right, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, how, I mean, this has to be, how boring could this be? And it was one of the most exciting things I've done. Um, Dude, I've never it was been totally blown away. I've never been to a big race, but I've been to Amazing. like the, I've been to like a, the guys are just shy of making it to NASCAR or or whatever. Dude, there's something about sitting in a turn or on a straightaway and those cards booms. It's what like the way the stands shake from the power the of the stands shake and the air just moves. It's just like, it is, it is amazing. And by the way, I thought those were very good um, noises that I made. But they, they were. I think you know, you've been there once. I think Baja would be so crazy to get out yeah. on the Baja Trail and watch these crazy son of yeah. bitches. Get a fucking dune buggy and just rip ass. Yeah. And I've really gotten into um, a little bit, and I don't know much about it, but big time boating, like. I know Ozarks has like a very like cigarette boat race down there, which I've never gone to. And they have one down at the Keys. And there's a boat company that I'm really interested in called Apache Power Boats. And uh, they set a record down uh, this last year, a world record, in the Keys. And I didn't know they had a big power boat deal down there. So there's all kinds of cool things uh, this next year I'd like to get involved with, but no. Formula One, my son Dylan is all into it. He loves it, he follows it, knows all the key guys, really cool. They don't have any top Americans, although there is a young American up and coming who could be a stud coming in and so. so. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. The cars are, it's, I mean, I just like when you, the computers inside those cars when you drive them, like you can't just be a, I don't mean this in a day, like, you know, you can't just be a NASCAR driver and go drive Formula One. 
Oh, like, you gotta know the engine combinations, the timing on this and that, and da 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 and you gotta do it. It's absolutely insane. Well, there's NASCAR, probably different levels of NASCAR. There's probably different levels of Formula One. Um, I have actually driven a friend of mine from Murray Music, um, uh, was a good friend of mine. Haven't seen him here lately, but he was in the 175 division and he actually let me drive his Indy car. And I'm kind of surprised I fit because you can't be a big boy and get in them cars, you, you know? Oh, I mean, no. literally you squeeze and get in this little like little jet capsule and the steering wheel's gone, then they put it in and they let me run it around in the, um, you know, kind of where they're packing them off and trailing them. And I'm like, <laughs> and it was like, uh, who's ever in that infield? Oh, let's pull that down. That's fine. I'll be driving that car around. And he was laughing and I came in, but I actually got to drive on it. It was super cool. That's awesome. So much power. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I never driven one. Well, That'd be I cool. Have. Yeah, I know. I just heard it. It was fantastic. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got a long life ahead of you. Yeah. Maybe you'll get it. Nah. No, probably I not. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't know if you could fit in one. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I don't know, but it was it was crazy. Anyway, there's that. All right, I'm done with this tea. Well, it's it's cool to be sitting outside. You know, the weather being nice today because we are falling into our... Oh, my God. Brisk setting records today again. Shithole tomorrow and for the next however many days, but it's nice. It's nice to be outside, man. I mean, to, you know, without bundling up and having the you know, because normally we'd have the heaters on, we got the fires going, you know, you know, like hanging out with the blinds closed. But this is cool. Um, and the cold does not bother me whatsoever. It's the wind, and of course, spending 20, uh, ten years out in utah which the cold out there is a dry high desert heat or a desert cold much different than like here in the midwest where um it is a humid and the wind and the cold will get into your bones a little different but i think if you dress properly you can enjoy it a little better so i'm looking forward to dressing more properly i've heard of these like little not um very thin like um, shirts that really help a lot cut the wind cut the cold and I've been talking to a few guys about getting one of those not very expensive Costco actually sells one of the best brands apparently so I'm gonna be checking do that. you wear any base layer I do yeah but normally I just do Under Armour which I yeah, well, yeah, I've got a lot yeah. of them. but these are way way better than that and probably same price but not cheaper. Okay. I bought a, a, a merino I bought a merino limb skin jacket in Australia. I'm breaking that out this this summer. <laughs> I'm in the summer this winter. I've been I've been waiting for an occasion that I can wear that. You're a fool. Alright, so we are all into our twenty twenty two advent calendar uh petite selections i got the avion or avion which i avion whichever way you want to go and I've you got, got a little black label Raboot little stuff. black label yeah and you got cabaguan yes how yeah. is that in that size actually i'm liking this a lot more than i thought i would this is this is 
good. What's unique about that to me is that's more close to original Cabaguan size, and it's Connecticut sun-grown and natural, I think, are the three that are done. I think the last time I had this was, you know when they had the Quesadoras box? Not the yeah. Box? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was in that? Yeah. yeah. And then Black Label. Look at Black Label, baby. Love it. Black Label. Well, let me ask you, isn't there... <clears throat> couple different ones yeah so they do <clears throat> i don't know if they do any more i think more. we tried two different at the at our dinner the tatuaje we didn't do a cabaguan though we did atelier and then miami 10 and the britannica size but you have you have smoked different cabaguan i, I believe i've got originally, two styles in my humidor originally there was a sun-grown a connecticut and a natural now I don't know. Like you can still find, like I've got some sun growns downstairs. You can still uh, Kendall's got them at the Outlaw Brewery. Um, but this year the PCA exclusive was a Churchill on it, and then they did uh, the Britannica size on that too. I think I think it was Britannica size. I thought I had it there. I can't figure out where yeah. I had it. Maybe I had it at lit uh, for one of the. We did on the podcast with Casey. We smoked uh, it. We smoked Kevin okay. Yeah. Um, but those are two different sizes, but not different. But that's closer to original size Cabaguan that I remember. They just come, they come, I love them, dude. They just come in a, a, it's a thin cedar plank box, little lid, and there's like an import stamp that says, that says the Cabaguan on it. It's just traditional old style box, which is great. And then Avion is awesome. So you've smoked the Tuxla of this. I love those. Right? This, I, I love the cigar. 13, which is what the, the Tuxla was with the San Andreas, but th I, this is really good in this size. This has a lot of faint, faint spice to it. I think I first smoked that at the um, Casa Monte Cristo down in Nashville. I picked some of those up and had them for the first time. But is it, is it Tuxla or Texla? Tuxla, Tuxla, Tuxla. I say Tuxla, I don't yeah. know. Right. Okay. Um, I know it's a, it's a state in Mexico. It's Who really cares? Yeah. But yeah. I think that that and the Kappa Seventh were the best on the the Tuxla finishes. They were the best. The T one ten. I still think the the broad the Sumatra on that was the best. Best or broad? Yeah, Sumatra. Well, I like that, that Kappa Special. I knew. I've tried all three of those, and then they have the the Tuxla too. Uh, T10, yeah, they have the T110, the yeah. Kappa 7th, and the Avion 13. Um, great cigar, though. How do you like the Cabaguan? I think it's awesome. I'm curious what that's going to taste like with this now. So we're going to move on to this next pour. So this is a private barrel barrel proof select from Ruth Chris. Um, Ruth's private selection. Uh, this one is 8 years old and at 124. And for the uh, for the Patreon, I can show you guys. That's that bottle there. Get that up there. You see the color on everything. Good bottle. You have that other bottle, Mark? Show it to him. Oh. Yeah, the empty one. This is the one that we that we drank earlier. This is uh, Thomas S. Moore, which is some allocated 1792 juice. Right, 1792. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, let's cheers this and then. Black label, I'm pretty sure that's just going to be solid together, but I'm really oh. curious that the Cabaguan against this, especially with this proof up. 
All right, I'll be right back. good it's hard to go wrong with any of these elijah craigs i mean they're just absolutely fantastic well and it's so hard to find absolutely that. great line um i was lucky enough to find i can't remember where the hell i grabbed one but i haven't even opened it up i don't know that i've had the toasted barrel it's been out for a while i haven't had that yet but um i've had this is probably my third private barrel and, um, and then of course you've got the regular and then the rye. I don't know that I enjoyed the rye as much as I have these other, um, the other Elijah Craig ones, the barrel proof. I probably got four that I've purchased here and there through different proofs. How's the and rye? The what? The rye. I thought it was okay. It wasn't my favorite, but it was good, but it wasn't my favorite. I still like the regular better. The rye for me, in all ryes, it just has to be the right balance. Too much rye I'm not into, but if it's done just right, the ryes are just fantastic. Um, and of course, there's a lot of those out there. Um, but man. Yeah, Castle and Key did a rye recently too. I, I, I bought a bottle and I, I keep forgetting about it. I, I want to open it. Maybe, maybe I'll want these. Another, as far as ryes are concerned, um, one of the big surprises to me that I had, I think we had it on the show, was like a six-year Templeton. Um, and I've not been a big Templeton guy, but they, like, just like Old Elk and whatever, they're improving their game all the time. And um, I had like a six-year Templeton rye, and it may have even been finished a little in a sherry cast or a Cabernet or something, and it was really good. I think we had that on maybe two and a half months ago, eight episodes back or something. And it was really good too. I like using that one as a, as a cocktail base, uh, even for, for as, as, a, as a substitute in for, for, for classics like a Manhattan, it stands up, it's good. Well, let me ask you a question because I go to, you know, we all do, we, we love going and getting a great dinner and um, getting some good cocktails. But I do notice that sometimes when they make Manhattans, everybody kind of makes a Manhattan different, but for the standard, and you can tell me if I'm on board or if I'm not, you at least want to start your Manhattan off with a hundred proof rye. You yes. want it to stand up in all tens and purposes on a nice round or square cube. Well, it's supposed to and be- And it should a, hold up. It's supposed to be a, a spirit forward cocktail. I mean, it's, you've got, you need something strong. Or also another one that, that you know, any of those, those those, those classic cocktails that do that absinthe rinse, I really like those too. Uh, so, uh, I, I, and I like doing those with rye because, because it stands up and it doesn't, and, 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 and yet, strangely, the, that, 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 that absinthe wash stands up to it. I mean, I, I used to do the, um, you know, the different ways to do the absinthe rinse. Uh, like some people would- Explain why for- for people who are listening who don't understand what an absent uh, rinse is. So no, the, the traditional way of doing it was to take absinthe in the, in the glass and you, 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 you kind of spin it around to coat the inside of the glass. Uh, 
and, and another way of doing it is you fill the glass with, with, with ice and you pour absinthe in there and, and then and then you, you dump it out when you when you pour the cocktail in. But I found a, a, a totally different way of doing it that I, that I like even better. Um, well, my that? only question to that would be absinthe in general is pretty expensive just to do a, uh, a rinse. Yes. Um, so I'm assuming you're putting very little in there just to give it kind of a, a rinse. Yes, and then because it, because the, if you're getting a high quality absinthe, it's an expensive thing. So I, I don't I don't dump it out. I mean I, I that, that was that was my, 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 my problem with doing the, the ice method because the ice method it, it it chills the glass, but then it's it, it's kind of hard to drink the, the absinthe afterward after you, after you dump it out. So what I started doing instead is I took a you know, a misto, it's designed for cooking, like for, you put um, oil in it, and and so you can spray olive oil or some other kind of oil in something. Instead, I started putting absinthe in there, and you just, you know, you pump it to, to get to, to, to get the, the, the trapped air inside, and then you, you, I use that to spray the inside of the glass, and that works really well. It, it, it kind of, it, it adheres to the glass better. You're not wasting it. And for the, the purpose of that in the cocktail, is it for flavor or or what is the purpose? Yeah, it's, it's for for flavor, like a like a, a Windsor, uh, that that old Windsor cocktail. Um, you know, there was a place that um, downtown that used to have uh, 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 um, cabaret nights, um, and um, it, it was it's it's a it's like a sandwich shop. Um, oh, a sandwich shop. Um, huh. I don't know that one. Uh, but they, they they had cocktails and they they had like uh, they had these booths with 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 the old radio so you can play like swing tunes uh, at your table by by, by turning the the, the the old radios on. Does that sound familiar? Well, I love old electric swing. Yeah, it was, I do. A, I played a lot of electric Halloween swing uh, during the last. Yeah, you did. Yeah. There's some good tunes so too. They were fun. Like, so this place, I don't know. If, I don't even know if it still exists, but they. But it was it was it was there, there was there was a motorcycle shop across the street. There was like a, a, a statue of a of a of a, of a naked lady in a, in, a, in a sandbox nearby. Does that sound familiar? And is it downtown? Where is this located? It's uh, it, it's not that far from the SLU campus. Um, oh. So, uh, but but used to, but they had classic cocktails, um, and Windsor was the one that I, I ordered all, all the time. There that had the absent wash. But oh. I, I know because I watched them build it. They they do the ice method. They fill the glass with ice. They pour the absinthe in, then they then they assemble the you know the the, 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 the rest of the cocktail, then they then they dump the, the the ice with the absinthe down the sink, and then they pour the cocktail into it. I thought that was a bit wasteful, so that's why. Why would they Why do they pour the absinthe out? Because the idea is just to have an absinthe wash, so you see like a, like a wash or a layer. Oh, okay. That it, coats the inside of the glass before you make your Manhattan. Okay. And that'll be interesting. I've never tried it. Now, I, I did my last trip to uh, um, Key West. I bought an absinthe drip, an old-fashioned uh, Key West absinthe drip. Uh, drip. And um, I've done it and had it. it it's interesting. It's, it's like a licorice-type uh, taste, right? Um, yeah. And there's some varieties in there. Um, and you, but you, that's interesting. And you brought, you gifted me the... Um, that that absinthe that you brought from France, I haven't opened it because I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for an occasion when it's yeah. the three of us. So we should. The bottle is just amazing, but I don't know how good it is. But I've got probably uh, two or three different absinths, so I'll try that. But in that Manhattan, 
typically I've done like a Rittenhouse uh, 100 proof and I have run out of Rittenhouse and I have done the Rye Old Forester, mm -hmm. which seemed to be really good as mm -hmm. well. 100 proof uh, rye. And, and fairly inexpensive, $20 a bottle. 100 proof rye, dude. Yeah. Short the ball. You ever had it? Yeah. Oh, um, say it's downstairs. Totally. You know who turned me on to that? Did I turn you on to that or did you find can, that? Well, no. we ran out of Rittenhouse no, one night when, and we used it at our house. And I was like, wow, this oh. is just equally as good. <laughs> Do you remember when we went up to Herman? Wayne and I we up yeah. there, ran into Rusty and Colleen, and we were hanging out at Hogshead and all that, and we're doing that. And he's like, hey, I got a bottle. And it was like, cool. It's old Forester. I was like, yeah. He's like, no, dude, it's this 100-proof rye. We sat outside, smoked cigars around this fire for like three, four hours and drank the whole, much like we did in Isla Mirada with that Templeton 8-year. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just sat down and drank the whole thing. And I was like, damn, man. I think I never, I never seen it. Right. And not because now looking at it, I don't think it's that it, it's new, it was new or it was I don't go looking for Old Forester, right? Statesman, that's what I was going looking for. If I saw a Statesman bottle, I get a Statesman bottle, right? And but Statesman I never saw it. runs around 98 proof, am I thinking right? Yeah, it's right at 98, 98.5, yeah. I just like, I like the way that it's so different than the rest of Old Forester. It just tastes different. I like it. But then that 100 proof rye. Let me tell you how cheap 100 proof rye is. Not cheap. When you go to the distillery at Old Forester, it's $35. Huh. Which means it's 25, 26 everywhere else, right? I like that place actually, except except for the. I want a barrel head from there. Well, except for the tasting room. Every time I go in a tasting room, they they, they, they had too many people, and I, I they had like a two hour wait list to be able to go upstairs. So I've never I've never, never had a drink up there. At Old Forester? Yeah. I haven't either. No. So the one the one oh, tasting room. I'm sorry. I confused it with Mictors. I'm sorry, Mictors. No, see, I was pissed about that. Fort Nelson was closed when we were there. You couldn't get in. And that was, the, like, literally the one place I wanted to go. So with my Manhattans, you know I'm a Manhattan guy, but typically I do that with either a Kochi or an Antica. Um, a lot of people do not carry that. They're still rocking the um, um, Martini and Rossi or Doolin. That Dolan or Martini Rossi. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, man, come on, giddy up. Let's get forward on some of oh, your... I have a well, you remember when Dolan took over because it was a wine-based vermouth? And everybody thought it was so much better? Yeah, that's what vermouth I is, is a wine. I, right? I, I, yeah, I, I have one that you should try. It, it's a, it comes from, 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 from Italy. And the, uh, so Na Natasha, who... Uh, uh, who Owns, you know, they re, you know they re, they redid the restaurant. It's not Cafe Natasha anymore. They went for an Italian restaurant, but they, but Natasha and her husband opened a, a liquor store down down the road on, on Grand. They carry a, a pretty big selection of vermouths. I'm, I'm not plugging their their business for for just for nothing, but I mean they they really have, um, there's some stuff that they managed to bring in that, that nobody else has. So, I, I started making drinks with some of their, their their new Italian vermouths that were never available in the market. I really like what they have. So the last time I went to Key West, um, me and Janine were trying to find some different places, and we came across this really nice, you know, hole in the wall. And I'm not saying hole in the wall; I'm just saying the venue was very small, but yet you could tell the cocktails and the people in there were kind of high end. And he said, "Okay, you want a Manhattan?" He goes, "Can I?" can I make a rum Manhattan for you? And I'm like, well, of course. He goes, um, 
and I, I told him that I had just uh, the guys from the Lost Boys. One of their favorite is about a hundred dollar bottle of rum, and it, I'm probably gonna uh, say this name wrong, like Zapata. It's in kind of an Zacapa. old Zacapa. Yeah. And he goes, I got it. And he goes, let me make you a, a Zacapa, and I'll do a little Antica and think and see what you think. It, it was absolutely fantastic. I have the bottle at home. I've made it. Dude, them. talking on rum, I've They're never fantastic. seen the bottle you have, but like Zacapa 23, you can buy that bottle in the store for 65, 65 bucks. It's a 23-year-old blend of rum. Well, this is a really that nice shit on ice and a big oval gold top. You know, like you like that closet I was with the repo that we drank at the pool that day. Yeah. This is a copa. Is a copa is better than uh, than uh, Florida Kanye to me, the Nicaraguan rum, and for a twenty three dollar bottle, it's like sixty bucks. So twenty three year bottle, sorry, it's like sixty dollars. And just do that on ice. Money, man. Yeah, I got my my rum breakdown in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if you're a bourbon or scotch drinker, do not go to the Cayman Islands. It doesn't exist. <laughs> well, I would say bourbon is, is overly non-existent in uh, Key West as well. Hey, unless, mother, you and I messed up when we went to the Bill Murray bar. Yeah. Right, when we went in there, we didn't pay attention. When we were there last, I walk up to the window and I'm talking to, uh, what was her, was her name, remember that girl we met? At the, the um, watermelon bar, that short little bar next to Scars and Tattoos. Okay. And then we went over to that the, the um, hotel where the dude from St. Louis works. Yeah. Right? So we saw her at, Mick, or at um, uh, the Bill Murray bar. What the hell is the name of that bar? I thought you just named it. Uh, no, it's it's called... Um, it's one of his weird sayings. One of his sayings, uh, yeah. Horseplay? Horseplay, yeah. General yeah. horseplay. And uh, we walk up there, and I was like, hey, what kind of whiskey She's like, come inside. And I look to the right. Dude, everything from Blanton's, Sazerac, Michter's layout, whole thing. <laughs> Michter's American bourbon for a double was $6. Well, I we sat there listening to music, and I told him, I was like, he was like, well, I thought there was, he even says, he goes, I thought you couldn't get bourbon. I was like. Dude, we went down here where, where Romy was staying at this cool little like little sand beach thing here. And they had a couple of bottles of stuff you can drink. You couldn't find... Now, with the exception of A.B. Lobster House, where we ate and we had cigars outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when we go over to um, Paradise Key, right, yeah. they had a couple. But I'm like, dude, next to that, it's non-existent. Yeah, we had the Fuente Pink there. Uh, yeah, and then we did the Casa Fuentes. And speaking yeah. of that, the Fuente Pink, how mm-hmm. was that? It's a good cigar. So the story on that, so um, a member of the Fuente family. The last month or whatever. Well, it just just dropped. So that's why it's being talked. A member of the Fuente family, I don't remember if it was probably the sister (laughs) or daughter or whatever, had breast cancer. Um, He created a cigar. She beat the breast cancer. Cigar wasn't ready, so they sat on it for more, right? So sun grown rapidly. Came back to it at some point and was like, okay, boom, there it is. Send it out now. Over the years, they've they've figured out the timing they need to do it, and it's coming out in two or three different sizes now, and it's out. We smoke the signature, which it's in that size. It's fantastic. I've got one. I've got one downstairs. I'll, I'll get you one. But what? it's a it's a unique. It's a good cigar. It's a rather light cigar, personally. It, like, for being sun grown, it doesn't really 
pronounce a lot of that 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 mouthfeel spice, that lip spice that you normally get. Um, but it's it's a good cigar, and it's one of those cigars like in the moment, right? Like we had gone, dropped the girls off, and came back. We were gonna go to Green Street, or we were gonna go sit at um, uh, General Horseplay, and we were like, well, it was like, you want to go back to AB's? Went to AB, we got some drinks, went outside, and we're sitting there, and there were boats coming in and shit, and there was a little party on a boat, and we're sitting there with drink service, and we're smoking these rare pinks, and it was conversation was great, cigar was solid, drinks were right, vibe was perfect, cigar was steady. You know, it just it was one of those moments with that cigar. You know, I think I told you when we talked about that Templeton, was it eight, six, the new bottle? Uh I thought that was eight though. It's just the new shape of the bottle, though. Yeah. It's not a new thing. But we had you asked about it. I was like, Yeah, we had that bottle. And it's like <laughs> I've had it since then, but there was something about that wind blowing like my beard was permanently this way. <laughs> We're sitting around these fire pits where you're moving every two minutes because you're gonna set your legs on fire because of the wind. And we put that bottle down and smoke cigars. Not the most advantageous cigar smoking weather in the world, you know, but it was really, really cool. It was had, a lot that of fun. was at the stop on the way to Isla Morada, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one cigar that I would like for us to... Uh, uh, I smoked early on uh, when I actually lived on Hiawatha, and I had a neighbor and I were splitting boxes, and he was coming over once a week. And we were smoking, and we were uh, smoking um, Excaliburs. A lot of Hoyo de Monterey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all Hoyo de Monterey. And I really love the Excalibur. And it seems like the visit to the Excalibur has been long, 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 long overdue. Well, what we should do then, um, I'll pick a couple of these up tomorrow. I'll pick three up, and we'll save for the next time we're together. Don Gelato of Illusion hooked up with Hoyo de Monterey and did an Excalibur illusion combination wow so i haven't smoked excalibur in 10 12 years god the name is just amazing. but the vintage cameroon number two in excalibur phenomenal cigar phenomenal cigar but it's just not it's something i had i've had a couple of them it's not one of those cigars i just go after right but i haven't smoked yet we, we they have it at lit we have it at lit um i could grab a few of them and the other but it's you know, it's Illusion and Excalibur. It's a twenty-one dollar cigar. You know, but good size too. It's a like a wide Churchill, I and mean, it's a it's a it's a cigar. It's still uh, being sold in the traditional. Uh, the one that I think I smoked was probably a six fifty-four, something like mm-hmm. that, maybe. And um, and when I find them today, they still when you and, and probably the last time I saw them was probably at the hill and and the wrappers are yellow so you know that they've been there a while and, and the oils are all over the inside of the, the foil or the the, uh, the paper and whatever and uh, i just enjoyed that and then we would buy a box um of just unlabeled um hoyer's robustos i think um and they were really really good and i, I how long ago did you smoke this? Oh shit! Twenty-five. Oh, yeah, dude, years ago. no, not happening. No way. Where the hell saying, are we gonna find that cigar? Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying we're gonna get the same cigar, but I'm just interested where where they are with some of that, and would like to smoke them and see how they've evolved and where they're at. You know. Were those Cuban Hoyas? No, no. Oh. 
So there's a speaking of Cuban Cuban cigars. I want to talk. I've been paying a lot of attention to these Ramona Lones, these Cubans that have been popping back out. I really, really, really want to get a box of these White Churchills. They do. I'm not going to. The box is you know eleven hundred dollars for twenty two cigars, right? But they are beautiful cigars. Let me see if I can show you the picture of them. They are absolutely stunning cigars. Like they just look. They look pretty when you look at them. Let me see if I can find these. Hang on. Well, anyway, I pulled out while he's looking at that. Um, I want to say probably two, no, the beginning of the summer, I went down to Nashville and it, it was my visit with uh, John at Crown Heads. And I went to uh, Smoker's Abbey and he had a bottle of Monk's Road. And uh, it's a six year, um, let me see, what is the proof on it? Whatever. The Fifth District Series, um, I don't know, I don't have my cheaters on. Can you see, is it, read it first. What is the proof on it? So while, while you're looking at that, I want, we were talking about Rare Pinks. I forgot to mention this. So Lit Cigar Lounge is taking their box of the signature size. Butter. And they're raffling it off for, to benefit Faith Through Fire. So Faith Through Fire is a breast cancer benefit that helps women cope and deal with the mental, men and women, I guess, cope with the mental stresses and the life changes of it to help get them through breast cancer or even help ease them through yeah. the finite finish of it. And so in you case, can... Yeah, in case everybody doesn't know, my wife, you know, she is... Um, I, you know, swinging right around in five years a breast cancer survivor and we've gone through it and you know our family's always been whatever problems we have we kick it in the ass take care of it whatever but it is a long road uh, because they're just with the medication the treatments the the cancer itself once it's removed uh, removed is one thing but dealing with um all the other issues and I don't want to get into those because I don't want to get long on this but I'm just saying I've been through a lot of it so I can really appreciate the mental challenges that women go through dealing with it because it, it just doesn't you're not like cancer free and it's done because the mammograms come up every year you're worried um, you deal with a lot of lymphedemia with removal of lymph nodes and listen I hope I sound fairly educated. No, I think you nailed I've the shit out of those. 65 yeah. doctor visits, maybe more. Yeah. But um, it is something that is a part of your life, probably the rest of your life, for sure. So I've been through it with my wife, and she's doing great, but I get it. So when I hear about all of these support groups and these things, I'm totally supportive of it and would love to be a part of it, and I get it. it it's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing. But on the positive note, God, they've made so many leap ways, and I think that the um, the medications and things that they've got going forward are very positive for these things moving forward. So I think there's a very positive movement on eradicating and at least helping with women going through that. A hundred percent. So if you go to Lit Cigar Lounge's Facebook, Instagram, or even website, check our Instagram. We did share it scan the qr code we're all gonna do it today um dude donate 10 bucks get a raffle in you know what i'm saying you might win i mean donate as much as you really want to 
but donate to it. It's a great, it's a great cause. Um, breast cancer is near and dear to all of us. Um, you know, even, even my mother went through it once when I, I guess when I was very young, I think at some point, I'll get to that in a second. If you yeah, said it gotcha. But, um, you know, uh, one of my favorite Dixons I've ever bought, you guys all know I'm a huge Dixon flannel company guy. Oh, I've got a pink on black uh, shirt that the actual tag on it says fuck cancer. So it's, 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 it's really cool. And it's super unique to do it with that cigar. Um, we don't have any rare pinks here to smoke, um, but we'll, we'll smoke them. We'll put them on. Um, but <coughs> yeah, head over to any of the socials, scan that QR code, or if you walk into the shop, there are a couple of uh, printouts that are up that you can just hit the QR code. It takes you directly to the website. Uh, you know, typical thing, name, address, billing, you know, put your stuff in, set it up, and then all winners will be notified by a personal phone call because you put your number in. You will get a personal phone call that's going to win you win you that box, which I think is dope. Right, so cool. I got a question I want to ask you about this bourbon. Um, what do you think... You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe. What do you think about Log Still Distillery? So I don't know anything about this bottle. We haven't done anything about this before, right? Well, we have had it on the show. I think it was done. At Didn't the, you just at, open this? No, no, no. Oh. We've had that on the show. I want to say early summer, we did an agua farm from the pool, and I had brought back from, um, like I said, Smokers Abbey, and he had a couple and new Austin, ones yeah. in there. And um, there was one that was, uh, and I always screwed this up, either MGP, MPG, whatever. We, a lot of these companies use their juice, right? Of course, everybody knows that. But this one I don't think is. And I found it to be really good. And um, anyway, it's so hard to have something uh, new and unique on the show. But I just wanted to bring it back out uh, today because I thought it would be different. I, you I know, did. this is something I wanted to ask you. We talked about this yesterday with Jordan down at Cheshire. You know, I had asked you a question. I was like, you know, over the past four or five years, we probably drank 500 different bourbons, right? Well, I don't know what the number yeah. would be. I don't know, but but then I started. I was thinking about that last night. You know, like I'm like going over our notes and I'm getting on the, the computer and looking at things, and I'm like, how hard would that actually be to do 500 different different bottles? That'd right? be hard. That'd be real. It's hard. like so. Like when you look at my bar, there's probably 300 some bottles, and that's that's a combination of bourbon, scotch, tequila, rum, all those. You know. Uh, Barrel pick, you you name it, right? All of that. You've probably got four, five, six hundred. You've probably got two, three hundred, right? You may have more than that. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't counted. But how hard would it? So we've done a podcast once a week, every week. Maybe we've missed a few weeks here and there for two and a half years. So even if that was two different bottles, which they weren't, even if it was two different bottles every week for a year right yeah what's eight times 12 96 96 right so let's round it up that means we've only done 400 bottles right 
Well, and I and I don't mind revisiting them because there's a lot there's a lot of new viewership, people guys that are tuning in, you know, short here or there, and maybe they didn't ever hear uh, something on Monk's Road or whatever. But I thought it was unique um, because we all, I mean, if you're following Craft and Puro and you're in the bourbon industry, you've heard of most of them. But then there are these unique uh, companies that are startups and whatever and or they're buying and they're uh it's on top redoing the brand and bringing it out again and i thought this was a good one so revisiting it doesn't bother me that much because there's new listeners that maybe didn't get a no no, I, no I, didn't, yeah. I didn't mean it like i didn't mean it like that we so that was part of my question really we revisit a lot right right so i want i want to ask this question i don't know how many of our listeners and probably quite a few actually I think we have been a good um, motivator or teacher in letting people know that, hey, try new things. And even if you don't like it the first time, maybe give it a week or two and try it again. Yeah. Um, how hard do you think it would be to legitimately taste 500 different bottles of bourbon? Not a lot. Not hard? No, I don't think so because in, especially in a given year's time, not even on our show. Hey, he scored a Jason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. Damn, I didn't know well, we were choosing it. You're anyway. up next. So, but I, I like the fact that, um, you know, people miss things, right? And then to bring it back up again and whatever. But um, you just get a chance to try a lot of stuff, whether it's on our show I go to a bourbon event, you go to a bourbon, because we can't be together all the time. So you try things, the uh, Mad Russian tries some things and brings to the table. I mean, Mad Russian has brought a lot of great um, spirits and bourbon and stuff to the show. So, I mean, it's not like we're trying to get that many, but we try to provide a wide variety of stuff yeah, for you no, guys to not, talk about. Not, not at all, but I, just, I, I had said that in that meeting, and then I got to think about it, and I was like, Okay, so if I've got if I've got three hundred bottles, two hundred of which are probably or two hundred and fifty are probably bourbon, right? That's two hundred and fifty. But inside that, sixty of those are probably backups on bottles I really enjoy. Or what happens when how many times have we done it? And we've done this with cigars too. We get attached to something. Yeah. And for the next two months, it doesn't matter when we meet up, when we're together. There'll be one or two things we've had before, and then there's that familiar bottle that sets down. Or it's like, hey, guys, I know we smoked these a little while ago. Let's go ahead and do this. What'd you snag? What'd you steal? Whoa. Oh, shit. Well. I think that's part of the Holiday Limited. Yeah, it's... What is it, you think? I don't know. Short of camera. Because it's not it's not a, uh, a, T1, a T110 or whatever. No, it, that's one of the limited, holiday limited. It's top yeah. holiday limited. Yeah. yeah You're smoking so. it right now. They ain't yeah. no taking this shit home, bitches. <laughs> you got your own stuff to cut up. <laughs> don't push back in. Leave it open. Oh, yeah. No. Okay, let's go. Cool. I was just making sure it was all, all right. I'll get mine once I finish this smoke. But I got right, the cool. black. And listen, that black label was fantastic. Everything is great. So I'm, I'm just curious, about, and so even with cigars, right? So I think it's a little easier in cigars, right? I can hands down tell you I've tried over a thousand different cigars. I've, in 20 fucking years, there's no way I have not. In any, any given week, 
I could walk into Lit, Grand Crew, fuck AP, I could walk into any shop, and I could, and if we're there for six hours, in one day, smoke seven different cigars. Well, I think it becomes pretty easy just if you look at the SKUs, just, we're, obviously we're big fans of Tatawahe, but I mean, if you then you add, you know, like Crown Heads and all the other Batik cigars that we enjoy, and then getting through all their different skews from time to time to time, like Weasel Fest, like a churro, you know, with them, with um, what is their Roma Craft? Roma Craft. Yeah. And then, you know, from 101 to Pravada to all these other ones, I can see how easily over three or four or five years, you've absolutely are getting close to those numbers, I think. Yeah, Which so it's seems, curious in that. Crazy. It's curious in that but, way. Like, restroom. Yeah, go right, go through the um, the kitchen. Okay. First door you see before you go downstairs. But yeah, so I'm I'm curious on that, and it's like I wonder, I wonder. You know, we have found. Remember, actually, this is really funny. I was talking about this the other day. Somebody asked me about wild turkey, and I was like, dude, I was a hater. They're like, what? I was like, oh, I was a hater. It was oh, fucking wild turkey, dude. It was wild turkey. Me and you did wild turkey. And then we sat down and we did Drank wild turkey. Bottle. Well, we did, what are they? We did wild turkey rare breed. Then we did 101. Then we did the one. Well, I think we did rare breed at the farm. And then we had a Kansas City Chiefs game. We went over Dalton's, uh, yep. his his garage or whatever, his, the Dalton cool shed or whatever. And we yeah. watched the Chiefs yeah, game. Cool and garage. I brought uh, a, a bottle of 101. And me and you were looking at you like, Dude, this is legit good. Well, I feel like and you sleep on it. And we drank almost like three quarters of that bottle. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I had a, um, I was at Big Chief the other day. It's a it's a, a restaurant, a dope restaurant out in uh, Wildwood, Missouri. And um, I was looking around and I was like, you know, I'm drinking all the Ezra 7, you know, the old Ezra 7. <laughs> and I'm drinking all the private select makers and I'm doing that. And uh, there's a cash rate, you know, so I was like, we got small batch four roses not small batch select small batch four roses it's really unique to come back to a whiskey and just pour it and try it um andrew and i at lit uh probably two three weeks ago um was i was leaving he was i think mean, he was just in hanging with his whatever he's like hey you want to have a pour real quick i was like yeah pour it i'm like what is that he goes this was original eight-year rebel yell Original when it was still Rebel Yell before it became Rebel, right? There was like this, you know, a half inch in the bottle, dude. There's hardly anything. It was from Lux so Road good. It's not fantastic. In the past four or five years, right? Lux Row in you know 2017, you had Blood Oath. Other than that, you were drinking what Exotica Tequila. You were probably <laughs> just tasting Blood Oath One, um, which I still have. Uh, anyway. Yes, I agree with you 100%. And by the way, I I think this Monk's Road is oh, yeah, really cheers. good. I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah cheers, brother. So we did this by the pool? Yep. And I think it's fantastic. It is so smooth. It's right at about 100 proof, I think. And um, it's fantastic. It does have that um, coming off the, the, the barrel proof, right? It's, it's just got, got it's a got more very of that floating, good, solid, that floating flavor. And I would call it, and what I like to say is, it's got layers of really rich flavor in it. Yeah. Of all the stuff that you know we could yak about, but it's just got all that good flavor that you want in a good hundred proof bourbon. 
Hundred percent, and six years. Yeah. Yeah, solid hundred proof. So where is uh, Getchemain, Kentucky? I'm gonna guess that's how I pronounce. That's how it's pronounced. Because if I spell it out, it's Gethsemane, Kentucky. Getchemain, Kentucky. Yeah. Long still distillery. But in the back, I mean, is that? That's actually where it's coming from. Because sometimes, you know. Uh, but well, I believe it's bottled, from- bottled by Long Still Distillery, Getchemain. Distilled. Uh, it doesn't say where it's distilled. Oh, the Dant family continues to follow in the story footsteps. See, Long still there distillery. we go. So it's the, their distillery. This is all comes back to the Dant family. J.W. Dant. Dant yeah. Which we all love. Is that Dant or Dent? That was Dant. It is Dent. It's D.A., right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that's the bottle that looks like the four brothers. Four, yeah, so four that's brother? why I was so surprised. And who's our favorite Dan guy is uh, Mickey Pegg. Mickey Pegg, yeah. From All Saints, who fell in love with it when we did. And I brought some of the bibs for him to try when we were at Stoyford's place. That is right. That is right. All right. Well, uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. Guys, this has been a great time sitting out here. I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to continue to cut into this advent calendar and just kind of keep the surprises going. Um, Bourbon Cowboys got a nice cigar to light up next. They ain't no taking these home. You smoke them here. But uh, Mad Russian is inside doing his business. I think he's on a phone call probably. So we'll round this out. Patreon, thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the video. All the podcasts are now available on video format on the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash craftandpuro. $3 per month. All right. Uh, We did just launch our merch website on there as well. Uh, everything from coasters to cutters to uh, bar mats and hats are now on the Patreon, which is dope. Um, so from the Viking, uh, mahalo, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to get into this, and we'll see you next time. Cowboy, take us out. Yeah, and for the Bourbon Cowboy, listen, uh, as always, thanks for listening. In. And, man, listen, happy November. Uh, I always think. October extends itself, especially depending on the weather. And, I mean, we're on a record-breaking day again at 80 here in St. Louis, uh, which will soon be over this weekend. But it's it'll be fun to get into some cool weather. But, listen, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Giddy up.